With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead where we discuss season three of the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode nine. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back, Sister J. Welcome back, Sister K. We are back for the second half of the season Yep. of The Walking Dead. This episode is titled The Suicide King. Okay. And oh, King, like singular? Yes. Huh. Hmm. And I Must be um, really enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed certain aspects Parts of, of the episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. some of that shit is yes, stupid. Let me let me rephrase. Yeah. I enjoyed parts of the episode. Some parts I was cussing at my TV. Hey. No. But I am happy to be back podcasting with yep. you and with all of our listeners who've sent us in um, feedback and just commented on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, thank we, y'all. Thank you, and we love being back, so I guess let's get started. Okay. Okay, so the episode starts where we left off, which is Merle and Daryl in a battle. Getting ready to battle. Getting ready to battle in the, to the death. Walker Thunderdome, as someone told us. Uh, Mm-hmm. said it last time and Andrea oh, <sighs> okay I am yes. not going to rant about Andrea the whole episode I'll just say her part was piss poor piss poor acting too but anyway um, you know I kind of had a feeling that Merle was going to try something well I had a feeling before he even started talking and fighting that he was going to try to get some kind of little message to Daryl saying okay look you know, just go along with it. Let me hit you a few times or whatever. And, you know, we got to figure out how to get out of here. Because I really didn't think he was going to really hurt his brother. No, I didn't either. No. So, but that was good. Thing. As ugly as Merle has been, right. I didn't think that he would hurt no. his own brother. And, Mm-mm. but that was good, though. Because he got talking right quick. Y'all know me. <laughs> I know. They did it to where you they didn't did know good. where he was coming from, mm-hmm. really. And then they go put some walker, some biters in there. That was shitty. Well, that's how they do their, their game. They, that's how they do it. But that was just shitty. That was so bad. Yeah, I, you know, that I am going to talk about Andrea when we get to her ass. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I wrote down Andrea's stupid ass. Stupid ass. Protesting. Philip. 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 What the fuck is. Please. Stop this, Philip. Stop it. You can stop this. Mm. This is not right. I know Daryl. Oh, please. He's my friend. Oh, shut up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. And who the hell is not your friend? But this is what I want to know. Who the hell is Milton to be trying to hold her back? The little science geek. (laughs) 
she could have duked his ass out. All she had to do was go pow one time. Well, then the guards guys got her. Well, but only because know. she tried to advance toward Daryl and, and uh, Merle. But I mean, you know, the little geek with the classes is, is what? What are you going to do? Not a thing. I would have punched him out just on GP. She wasn't going to punch nobody because her stupid ass doesn't fucking care, really. But no, we we said last episode, remember, she dictatized. Dick fucking matized, Jack. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, now all of a sudden you're going to talk about friends, my friends. My what friends. What about the friend who kept your bitch ass alive all it, winter? All winter long. Yeah. Oh, but you're going to throw over Michonne for this man because you're sleeping right. with him. Wait, and because you're both white, and I'm saying that for that dumbass fool who wrote that stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, Last regardless time. of if she was Dumal or Roal or whatever or the hell his name uh, was. Roloff. Whatever, no matter if she was black, white, green, or yeah, purple. Yeah, but you know what? She is stupid, and. She was stupid. She is. Just found stupid. out that the damn fool was lying to your ass about. Yeah. Well, not really lying, but he wasn't telling you that no, he was... he was lying. Okay, she done seen well, she this fool. Yeah, but she done seen all those, that whole wall of heads. heads. She done seen this fool cradling his his zombie daughter, and Penny. she knows Michonne is trustworthy. And Michonne and, tried to tell her. And, well, she well, and Michonne is trustworthy. She ain't just going to fight him off for nothing. Exactly. So he must have done some and shit. You, you still there? Please. Please. Anyway. Okay, so then when the shit kicks off and they're fighting, yeah, and that the, was good. The biters are the walkers are in there. Yeah, but before that, that's when Merle said to to uh, Daryl, "Look, brother, follow my lead, and we gonna make it out of here. We getting yeah. out of here." Yeah, because Daryl was like, "You really think he's gonna let you go?" Mm-hmm. And he but, said, "Just follow just me, follow and me. we gonna both make it out of here." So that's when I like that part too, where they have their backs to each other and they. Turn their attention to the uh, walkers. Because, yeah. see, Daryl know how to battle some walkers. Oh, yes. You know. And, and we really know Merle knows. Because yeah. he's been living for a while by himself. And then, of course, Rick and his team, you know. Oh, I like this part. I like Rick that part. Rick and his team start shooting. And, and putting smoke bombs up in there. Of course, they don't shoot. disorient everyone. Who they need to shoot. No, of course, they ain't going to hit the governor. Or Andrea. Or Andrea. <laughs> they need to, thinking, hey, why didn't she get hit in the head with a bullet? I know. I was thinking, ooh, while those straight bullets are flying, yeah. the show is up and yeah. around. I wish she would have got hit. But anyway. But wait, this is the other thing that pissed me off about this, about Andrea's stupid fucking ass. He's what? my French. All that running and, and he, all the shit. You can see everybody's running off. Running off. She don't run off. Mm-hmm. She don't say, okay, this motherfucker is crazy. He's mm-hmm. jacking with my friends. As much as she's talking about, he's my friend. He's my friend. She sure didn't run after her friend, did she? No. Mm-mm. Did she? Mm-mm. No. She stayed her dumb ass there in Woodbury. She sure did. I mean, because, okay, now she know that Rick and them, somebody had to help them escape. So she got to know it's, it's, uh, it's Rick and them. Yeah. Because Daryl came from somewhere. She knows who Daryl was with. Daryl was oh, with right. Red and Glenn and Maggie and all of them. So, you're absolutely right. She could have run her ass onto the edge hey, and met up with them. Hey, y'all. How are you? What's going on? Where yeah. y'all at? Yeah. I'll come and meet y'all up. Yeah. Something. Or I'll come with y'all. Yeah. Nope. Something. She didn't do that. Dumbass. Dumb ass. Yeah, stupid ass. Ooh. Okay, I so really dislike her part. I disliked her the whole... 
yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something else I really dislike. And I hope that they correct this. I'm real fucking tired of every time there's a scene with Michonne yes. and, pe- and people are talking to her. They All they have her, her doing is sitting there looking at him. She don't say a word. No, no, no. What's been pissing me off, oh, and, and we're going to get to it. pisses me off. No, what's really pissed me off is not so much that she ain't saying that. Thing. No, that pissed me off. What's pissing me off is that it's Rick in her fucking face. All the time. All the time. What, two, three times this episode alone, he in her face. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Put it down. I mean, he all up in her face. She pointed the gun in her face. She should have done a Spartacus and sliced his head. <laughs> you know, shit. Talking about. In my face. Uh, oh, well, hell we'll, no. We'll get to it. We'll anyway. But yeah, I don't like Rick being I don't, all up in her face. I don't like the fact that they don't have her talking at all. I think, That's just stupid. Well, I think in this episode, the fact that she's not talking is because she is hurt. Well, she is hurt. She's hurt. She's banged up. She don't have the energy. Well, we learned later from, from the old man. What's his name? Herschel. Herschel, that she has a concussion. Right. So I think mm-hmm. the point of her not saying anything really is... Her not having the strength to really fight and, and do what she normally would do. Mm-hmm. And her being kind of vulnerable, as we know from the finale, the mid-season finale. Right. Because she knows she can't really make it out there. She needs them. So she's kind of keeping quiet. I don't have a problem with her being quiet. I do. What I have a problem with is him being in her face every fucking time. I have around. a problem with him being in her face yes. every fucking time. Yes. And she not saying shit. Well. Because she- if nothing else, she would have said... you. You better get out my face. She ain't got the strength for that. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Anyway, she got the strength to, to, to be still carrying her sword. Oh, well, she always going to have strength for that. And when Merlin them come up well, on him, yes. oh, she sliced that out. Well, she had that yeah. was about the last strength she had. <laughs> anyway. Probably. Anyway, so that's another thing I'm really, you know, I'm getting real sick and tired of. Well, it's only happened a couple times so far, but it's enough for me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, so they, they Merle, get on away. Merle leads them out. Of course, they're already protesting. Oh, he ain't coming with us. And Merle's like, you really want to do this now? We trying to, they're all out there reading. Let's just get out. And he does. He does lead them lead out. Them out. And, and why Rick, I can understand why Rick is kind of hesitant, but like Merle's been there and lived there. He knows the way out. Yeah. Y'all, y'all deal with that shit after yeah, y'all Yeah. Deal with it later. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with that part. So when they go out, this is the part that got me, though. As they running out of that opening that he kicked through the fence, Mm -hmm. honey, here come a walker looking in. There's walkers looking in. the Woodbury going, ooh. Yeah. Oh, here's an opening. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an opening. And I was like, oh, Yeah. Here's an opening. Because, I mean, he's looking all around through the whole city. Yep. And we see in a few scenes later that... um, but, uh, evidently, there's some walkers that do come up the back way because the people are screaming. Some of them people get bit. Right. It's the walkers that came from this mm-hmm. side entrance that yep. Merle done kicked open. Do you mm-hmm. want to just keep on yeah. with uh, Woodbury? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, back, back. So, yeah. So, those uh, walkers go into Woodbury and um, the next thing we see is this daylight. And people trying to break the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was cracking me. They tried to up. break. But Can't. then I was thinking, y'all are some dumb fuckers. Well, because like, why do you think it would be any better outside? There it is. Yeah. There yeah. It is. Look yeah. Why like, do you think it would be better? But see, but 
But that was a good makeup job. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing I agree with the governor on, and that is picnics and parties that they've been Barbecue. protected, so it's they don't they don't know. They think, oh shoot, we well, got to, we got to get in our cars and leave. They don't know what's out there. They don't think it's safe, and I thought this was stupid. Because this some chick that now we've seen twice. They called her by her name twice in this episode, Karen. Mm-hmm. It's not safe here. We've got to go. And they've got a couple of new black people we ain't seen. No, those are citizens to, in I know, Woodbury. I know. <laughs> still, they don't have them. no names. Well, we ain't seen them before. Right. The camera ain't been focused but, on them. But Woodbury's anyway, got at least four or five safe. black men up in there. It's not safe. Where the hell do you think it is? And wait, they got biters outside the gate so you gonna try to run through there and then I don't blame Martinez's ass <laughs> that fool is honking his damn honking horn, horn. bringing more of them now fool he would have I'd have to jack his ass out the car myself now this is and Andrea's stupid ass again Martinez pointing your gun's not gonna help stop Martinez <laughs> We don't want him to knock her out. <laughs> Karen, where are you going to go, Karen? It's not safe out there either. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I did agree with that. Karen needed to shut the hell up. All of them did. All of them need to shut the hell Actually, up and shut that damn done, horn off. I would have let. I would have said, take your asses out there and I would have shut and locked the door. Mm-hmm. And when they got out there and was screaming to come back in, I said, no, you want to go mm-hmm. out there. Well, before they can really do much... They hear mm-hmm. some screaming off in the side. Cause right, because the walkers one, done got in. They done got in. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. chomped up whoever the dude was they chomped up. One so of Carol, them. not Carol, Andrea and uh, Martinez run and they kill up the couple of walkers. Mm-hmm. And then the dude that they chomped, the walkers chomped, is still uh, crawling around going, help, Albert, screaming and out. Yeah. This is the other stupid part that I was Wasn't like. Wasn't that the stupidest this scene? This doesn't make any sense. Okay, for three, three whole minutes probably, people been saying, where's the governor? Where's the governor? Oh, he's in his apartments, you know, because he was injured. Where's the no, governor? that was later. No, 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 that was this. Because Andrea's asking Milton as they're walking over to the, to the, to the cars honking and everything. Where's the governor? Yeah. He needs to come deal with this. Well, but he's in his apartment. I mean, he, he, he's got some stuff to do. And, and well, that he, wasn't the stupid part. The you know, stupid was part injured. was when the people run up and see the dude bit on mm-hmm. the ground squirming. And Andrea's, you know, done killed the walker. Yeah. And this bitch Karen talking about help him. Somebody help him. Well, you help him. Go let him feed on you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's thought that was the dumbest scene. I'm thinking, who wrote that? Because I these tell you, people, some stupid ass writers. Yes, even this though season. they're in Woodbury, I guess what they're trying to show is they were thinking that we're stupid and we couldn't get it. Is they're trying to show these people are sheltered. We get it. Yeah, they haven't had to deal with the day to day running from right. zombies and shit like for a Rick while. and them. Yeah, for a while, but they still understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, why is the bitch gonna say? Help, help, him, him. help him. Someone help him. What the fuck you gonna do? And Andrea's dumb butt standing there. Now she knows what needs to be done. I guess she just don't want to do it in front of them. Mm. This is the best. This one, what? Five seconds was the best scene no, of the wasn't. governor yet. No, what? He come stupid. walking up, shoot the dude, walk back and shut the door. 
I laughed. After all of that commotion, his ass gonna bring his rusty, dirty, <laughs> nasty ass out of his apartment, <laughs> walk over there, rusty. shoot the dude, and walk back into his apartment. Yep. Oh, come on now. Who wrote that shit? I thought that was funny. I thought it was stupid. It was totally out of context to me. Totally. No. That part wasn't. It was dumb. The part where everybody's saying, help the man, help the man. And then the next thing we see, Andrea's in the governor's uh, 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 apartment. Talking about, what, what the what, hell what was, was that? that? You just going to shoot him in the head and then walk off? Oh, <laughs> bitch, please. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Go get bit. Thank Do you. something useful. Oh, she pisses me Oh, off. but hey, that's not even the ultimate piss. Oh. We ain't even got to the ultimate piss yet. Whoever is writing this character's dialogue and just how she is needs to be fired. And I'm advocating. Let's start an online petition to fire that writer because it is the stupidest shit when she gives this little speech at the end of the Woodbury scene. Oh, my God. I wanted to kick her in the butt. You need to go talk to them. Mm. They want answers. They need to know. And he's like, you know what? Like you said, the picnics and the barbecues are over. They need to know. This is a war. And he tells her about her, Glenn and Maggie yes. being there. Oh, no. And she, that bitch is still there. Uh, thank you. I would have went. Oh, okay. No, I would have went no, and jabbed up she my asked shit. Him, was Daryl one of them? Was Daryl in on the, the um, infiltration, whatever they called mm-hmm. it? He's like, no, he came for his friends. Right. I Maggie and Glenn. Yeah. Your yo friends. Yeah. And she's still standing there. Yeah. And then got the nerve when he said, when she says, why didn't you tell me? He's like, you just passing through. you just a visitor here. Yeah. You. She had the nerve go, don't do that. Don't push After me away. After all been through. You go. Bitch, you ain't been through shit but his D-I-C-K. Hey. You, she's a hoe, and they are portrayed. Hey, if I was, if I was women, blonde women all over, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be upset because they are painting her as the stupid bimbo blonde who is so dictatized that she can't even think. think. She can't even, you know, she's like the stupid abused people that, you know, well, somebody, somebody abuse you and then you keep going back and, and, and. Those and, people have issues. Yeah. Like she got issues. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, they're stupid. They just, they're not, they just have bad, low self-esteem. Well, whoever is writing her part need to be fired. Well, yeah. They need to go and let somebody else do it. Who's actually watched the, the, the whole series from the beginning. Cause this is not in her character. Well, like we've been portrayed. No, it hasn't. Mm-mm. And especially after learning all this shit. Well, oh, hell yeah, no. Yeah, what I don't no. find in her Mm-mm. character is that she would still be there. She would not still she be there. Been, she would have left his office and said, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going to go find my friends. Exactly. Bye. Bye-bye. She would have she said, oh, especially when he said that visitor shit. You just a visitor. Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. She would have went back to her little place, or she probably got moved all her shit up in his place. <laughs> yeah. so, so she should have got her little funky ass. <laughs> she should have got her little funky ass bag, packed that shit up, and said bye. No, she ain't gonna do that. Cause yeah. guess why? She ain't got nobody there to help her as like Michonne or mm. her other group. Mm. She don't want to mm. go through mm. all that by herself. That's why she's still there with her mm. stupid ass. Stupid. Yeah, that was just that just pissed me off. Oh, it really made me mad. And then she gonna go out there and give this talk to the people. 
Oh, and then, oh, but the ultimate is then after she gives this stupid mother effing (laughs) speech, she going to look up at the governor's window and he's looking down on her. Oh, give me a break. She's getting congratulated by everybody, even even his people. Yeah. Oh, shut the hell up, girl. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot her in the head. They need, I hope that they don't string her shit out for it. I hope not. Oh, hell no, because she's more annoying than Lori was. (laughs) Oh, she is, because at least you could see Lori's whining. She was pregnant. She wasn't feeling good. You know, she feeling guilty because she didn't know if the baby was Shane's or not. No, well, Lori, no, I'm not going to say she's worse than Lori. I'm going to say she's about equal. Oh, Lord. Because Lori in that sec in the others, yeah, she was on. My okay, mother. well, let's get off Woodbury then. Yeah, we so done. We done with Woodbury. Thank God. <laughs> okay, so like out in the woods. So yeah, so then um, Rick and the team catch up with Glenn, Glenn and Michonne, Michonne. They're waiting back at the car. Which I was glad to see they were still. You know, they had to be still there. Well, yeah, they didn't have time because he back. wasn't gonna leave Maggie. <clears throat> and so Rick's all. I mean, Glenn's all excited that Rick's there until he sees. And it was funny when Rick caught, started walking up. He says, okay, he said, okay, you need to back up back now. Back up now. Back up now. Back up now. I know. I know. He already knew. He already knew that was going to be on Merle's ass. Gun and Michonne pulled, pulled her, her knife. Oh, yeah. man. It was on. And then Maggie, once they got there, then Maggie was was uh, next to Michonne. And she had her gun out, too. Yeah. Because she said, oh, oh he no, ain't he ain't coming with us. Mm-mm, no. He ain't coming. He no. ain't coming back to the And camp. I don't blame him. After all that shit he did? After all that shit, no. No. And, and I, I agree with Rick when Rick said, Rick said the most important thing, in my opinion, which is the truth. He said, look, we can't have him back there with us because he's going to pit everybody against everybody else. And that's what right. he does. Yeah. That's what he Because he was running off at the mouth then. Oh, yeah. Running off at the oh, yeah. mouth. And he would have got around to saying shit to Glenn like, oh, yeah, governor had a piece of that little girl. Or he didn't even rape her and stuff. But, but Merle would have made him think that. Yeah. Because he already think it anyway. He does think it. He and does. she done told him no, but hey, you know. Well, regardless of if, if he actually did it, she was still violated in, in you know, well, a way. And so that's what he's really feeling, I no, guess. No, he's thinking that she was raped well, and just won't tell him. Anyway. Anyway, I don't blame them for saying Merle's got to go. Because, I mean, but go. what are they going to do, really? But uh, the but, part that was funny to me was Merle was doing all that talking and taunting people and Rick conked him in the head. He had to. He had to conk him in the head to get him to shut up. Damn much. (laughs) And then they could discuss it, you know. Yeah, then he's talking about Andrea, and they all were shocked that Andrea was even there. Yeah. And and so he's like, oh, yeah, Michelle knows all about Andrea. They Mm -hmm. would smell it up like bunnies for the whole winter. For the whole winter. And we found him, and she had this and this and that. And that's the first time Rick's in Michelle's face. And I was like, okay, got to back it up, fool. Back Mm -hmm. it up. Um, but yeah, he needed to conk, uh, Merle's ass out. He had he to conk him out. Off at the mouth too but I thought much. it was, I thought it was, um, And even Daryl was trying to get him to shut up. Yeah. I thought it was kind of sad though. When, when Daryl said, yeah, but you know, he's my blood. He's my family. And Glenn said, well, no, this is my, yeah, he's your family, but this <laughs> is my family right here. Yeah. We all here and back at the prison. Right. And he looked at Daryl because he was trying to say, but uh, you was our family, and too. family too, but Merle ain't. Yeah. 
More LA. Well, Daryl's in a predicament because I know it. He know loves it. the new family he has that he he's does. lived and survived with, but he loves his brother. And he really, he really and has so, gotten so he cares for Carol too. He's so. not gonna. I mean, he was in a predicament. So I mean, I agreed with what what he did because that's the only way to, to have his brother. Yeah, and I don't know. He but had you, to do that. Wait a minute. I want to go back to the to the Woodbury's uh, fight scene for a minute. Like when they was all, everybody was, uh, they had already, uh, um, uh, Rick had already lobbed the smoke bombs and everything. Yeah. And everybody was running around crazy and Merle and Daryl was, was getting out. You know that big old black dude that's one of the henchmen and he shot a walker in the head with one of those crossbows. Yeah. Here come Daryl. He just swooped his out of his hand. Snatched that it. was Awesome. That was good. That was good. He just snatched that crossbow out of his hand and ran on. Because, you know, that's his, his weapon of choice. Yes, so like that was that. good. That, was, that was good. That was So, yeah. So he gets his little weapons and bag out of the back of the car and say, Rick, I got to go. It's my brother, man. So he and uh, uh, they're going to meet up again, I'm sure, though. Oh, yeah. So Daryl and Merrill gone on. I don't know. Rick, I mean. The only thing Rick could have done is said, okay, he could come back, but y'all got to be in this other part of the prison. Uh-uh. He wasn't going to do that. Too yeah. many people said no. True. Too many of them said no. True, Glenn true. said, hell no. <laughs> Maggie, <laughs> Maggie said, ain't no way. Michonne was going to slice him up. Although he didn't care about what Michonne said. No, but still, yeah. soon as she get better, she was going to yeah. slice him up. So well, no. he already knows from before he even joined their group, mm-hmm. Merle was a point of contention oh yeah in the oh, yeah. in the group before he rick was. even knew who they yeah. were yeah because he he's an agitator that's what he does so anyway so talker so they we go back to the prison and you know uh herschel is is patching up alan he's the he's the dude he he's the husband of the wife that got bit i don't think Titus they were married team. well whatever after we okay whatever anyway anyway, anyway yeah. and um, he's trying to tell them, you know, kind of what they've been through. Tyrese and he are talking about what Tyrese and his group has kind of been through. Yeah. And and he tells him, well, man, it's not up to me, though. It's up to, well, yeah, Herschel, you know, Herschel, um, the rest of our members. tells them not to get too comfortable because they're part of a larger group. Mm-hmm. And he's not the one that makes that decision. Right. And <clears throat> the one line about on this scene that I did like was, um, when Tyree said, I must be the first brother in history to break into a prison. I know. And, and then, uh, uh, Axel, Axel he says, he, and I must be the white, the, the first, first white, white boy that, that don't want to break out or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. That was kind of funny. That was, funny. that's kind of funny. Did you notice they was fixing noodles? Yep. Ramen, Ramen noodles. noodles. <laughs> Good things last forever. Like a Good Twinkie. Good things dry. <laughs> I'll get out. Yeah. But Hey, when you hungry, you, you hungry. hungry, you need I'd see, I'd be like, I need some soy sauce. <laughs> but anyway, so. But yeah, when, when Herschel tells him that, you can see in his face. I know. That he feels uncomfortable saying it, but he's trying to prepare them. Mm-hmm. And you can see in their faces, they're like, oh, shit. You I mean, we have to go back out there. I know. <clears throat> so, so it was real. I, I really liked it when Rick and them drove up, though. Carl and, and um, uh, well, before they drive Carol, up. Before they drive up, um, Tyrese and his group are going to go bury Donna. Oh yeah, <clears throat> the chick who was screaming. But it was the it was the Allen guy Alan and his Finn son are talking about. Ooh, there's the lady and the and the kid. We can go take them out. 
get their mm-hmm. weapons. We could do all that. We need to do it before the other group gets back mm-hmm. so that we could take over and stay and, you know, t- be in charge. Mm-hmm. And Tyrese and Sasha are looking at them like they're crazy. Like, no, these are good oh. people. We're not doing that. We're not like that. Mm-hmm. And Al is trying to say, well, we need to be. We mm-hmm. need to be. And I was thinking, oh, see. See. We're going to always got uh, somebody trying. See, okay. Shit. Well, see. Okay. Let's get to it. Now, did you notice who was doing the what? Here you got the white dude talking about, yeah, let's take them out. Let's go hurt them and get their weapons and take them out. Then you got the black dude supposed to be so scary. No, man, we can't do that because, you know, these are good people and stuff. Then when when uh, Herschel and the girl, uh, Axel and and the young girl, Beth, came out and gave them shovels and stuff. Yeah. And. They was looking, kind of looking like they was going to make a move. And her, did you notice Herschel and Sasha stood in? Yeah, uh, uh, they didn't want them to have yeah, some shovels. Stood in front of them and said, oh, yeah, we'll take it. Thank you very much. We don't need no help. We'll, we'll like bury that. it. Yeah, like that, that was good. But this is the pride like. When, when, when Axel and Beth turned around to leave and she said, okay, well, let us know if you need anything else. And they left. Yes. Her, uh, Tyrese and Sasha, Tyrese and Sasha turned around and looked down. at them like, what you going to do? Yeah, what you going to do? What you going to do? They didn't do shit. They bet not. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, yeah, take that shuffle and brain them now. No. Shit. Because they're not made like that either. Yeah, that's true. But that was some stuff. I said, wait a minute. After they even let you... In there? I mean, Kyle didn't have to go down in them dungeons and get your ass. And that screaming chick. Yeah. Shit. And Rick did, when Rick did find that out, he didn't like that either. Well, he needed to go somewhere shit. He yeah, didn't anyway. anyway. Okay, so then. But yeah. So that part, I was like, no, they ain't. Ain't they? Mm. So then Rick and, and them drive up, and Rick tells tells well, them. Well, you skip the part where they they hit this roadblock. Oh, this truck in the road. The only thing about this scene that I thought was interesting was Glenn's pissed that um, Rick left the governor alive. Yeah. Left him alive. Yes, he is. And he's he's upset that he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And Rick, I mean, I like what Rick said. You could barely walk. You wasn't going to Yeah, what you going to do? Yeah, but you took my girlfriend? Well, hey, but she can... I didn't like that part. He's like, oh, but my girlfriend was okay to go? Well, but she could shoot, though, see? You know? Anyway, and yeah. well, he's trying to insinuate, you know, what he did to her and this and that. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to say, "Look, let's go home. Let's deal with that later." Mm-hmm. She's trying to just get him to come on, mm-hmm. but he's so angry that he's not seen it. But I, that's that one scene I did think was interesting in his reaction to how they rescued Daryl and not killed the governor. Well, he was mad too because the whole point. Was to rescue Daryl, but not only did he not kill the governor, Daryl gone too. And we need, you know, he recognizes we need that that support because the governor is going to be coming. Yeah. So, so that's why he's mad, and plus he's he's mad too. He's just mad, period. Yeah, because he thinks that that uh, Maggie was raped and she won't tell him. That's what he really believes. I think that's true. Well, yeah, you can tell by the way his conversation Mm -hmm. and stuff is. That's Mm -hmm. what he believes. Mm -hmm. No amount of her saying it, nothing happened like that, is going to change his mind. See, because that's what he thinks. So, okay, so let's go on to when Rick gets there to the prison. It was really cute how him and and Carl, Carl was so relieved, you know. He said, oh, I hope it's them. So they come driving up, and, and of course, 
you know, they hug and everything. That was really cute. But Carol, Carol was upset. Like, uh, where's Daryl? Mm-hmm. I felt bad for her, though. And, you know, Rick said it right. He said, well, he, she, he met up with his brother and he yep. went off with them. Yep. Yep. It's like, he's gone. But yep. just the way she kept saying, I know. he's gone. And then she would wait a couple seconds and say it again. Mm-hmm. He left. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's kind of sad. I felt bad for her, though, because she felt like like every, uh, the rest of them did, too, that he was a part of the family. Right. And he was, you know, blending with the group and everything. I think he'll be back to the group, too. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. have no doubt. I think he will. Whether he has to tote Merle back with him or not. Yeah. You know, I, I think he will. Yeah, I think you will. Push come shove. And I did like the little conversation that Carol and Carl had, too, right before that. Yeah. Where she's talking about... about, the noise. Yeah, how quiet it is, and Mm -hmm. you just forget how city noises, you take it for granted, and Mm -hmm. um, she notices Carl kind of looking off, and and, um, she says the mom, uh, Lori would be proud of him, and he's like, yeah, well, even though I was mean to her, you know... He said, Before no, she, she wouldn't. I was mean to her. And and, and Carol says, well, don't he think like think that. And he that. says, that's all I, I think, think about. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was a little butt Well. He was a little butt there for a while. She was effing annoying, though. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> she was. She even annoyed she him. She was. Yeah, she was. She thought they whole shit up. I mean, she did. Shane <laughs> and Rick were all jacked because of her ass. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Good riddance. But anyway. He'll <laughs> <laughs> understand that when he gets older. That's right. The bitch was annoying. He had to be mean yes, for a little bit. Lord. But anyway. So, everybody's glad to see everybody else, you know. And so, yeah. So, then. Um, uh. Herschel. Herschel tells Rick about the other group. Yeah. Tells Rick about the other group. And so when they get into the prison, of course, they have to pass through that main area. Exactly. He just walks right on past them, goes in and looks at the baby. But this scene, I was like, okay. He picks up the baby. She starts screaming and crying. Crying. And he started looking squirrely to me. But that's that because crazy I'm going to tell you what happened when he was on the phone. Right. I'm going to tell you what happened. And that is, this is what I think they were trying to convey. Whoever wrote this shit. And that is, you know, it's just like they always tell you, they meaning doctors, psychics, all kinds of people tell you babies and dogs can sense things in people. And I thought it was very interesting that the little, the little, uh, what they name her, Anna? Judith. Judith. Little Judith was doing fine, cooing and stuff. As soon as Rick got her, start she started hollering. And she wasn't just fussy. She was crying. She was hollering. Because she could sense in him that he's a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> you know? And she did not want him holding her. And did you notice how he was holding her, too? Weird. We're not the oh, you know what? Get that baby back. I know you the daddy, but hey, look, get that baby back. I was thinking, put the baby down. But yeah, they were showing you that he was that. Yeah, that's a good that, point. That mental psychosis that. is 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 still with him, and, yeah. and it's coming back. Because see, now he's not in that. Whenever Rick is not in that flight or fight mode, where they're just still where where, you, where your adrenaline's pumping and everything, he crazy. But yeah. but when he's in that fight or flight mode, then he can he can function because he knows what to do. Yeah, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna kill these. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But now 
for the for the time being anyway. That's over. And he's back with like a family group, a family unit. Hmm. Crazy mother effer. He is crazy. You know? Crazy as, crazy as, a, tick. as a tick. So that's what that was. And then he decides to go in and and meet Tyrese's group and stuff. And everything's kind of going fine until he sees his dead Lori. Well, well, you skipped a whole bunch of shit. Oh, well. Well, go ahead. We can talk about that part. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. No, we can talk about that part. Go ahead. Okay, well, um, yeah, you skipped all kinds of stuff where in between then, Herschel is helping patch up Glenn and... That ain't no big thing. We already know what he's going to say. I'm not spending 10 minutes on that shit. I didn't say, but what I liked about that scene is that he actually comes out and tells Glenn how he feels about Glenn. Well, and I like that. Well, I thought it was stupid. I'll tell you why. What else are you going to say? The boy's buffing your daughter. You oh, know, Sister I mean, Jay. hey, what other young man is around for your daughter? Nobody. So, yeah, Ugh. he going to be like a son. Oh, Who else you got to pick from? He ain't trying to pick no son. No, but what I'm saying is I just thought it was a stupid conversation. No, it wasn't. It was he was stupid. trying to say thank you for watching out for her. Yeah, yeah. And the same for you. I'm glad that you're okay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we know that. And then he tries to go talk to Maggie. Of course, Maggie ain't talking either. And he tells her, just don't disappear on me, which, you know. Well, he meant mentally. Right. He I meant, know. He meant emotionally, you know. And then Because she's kind of withdrawn, too. Yeah. That's when Rick and um, Herschel, or Rick's watching Herschel check on Michonne, mm-hmm. and we find out that she's got a concussion. Because the first thing he asks with his bitch-ass self, because he's crazy, you know. Well, yeah. When can she leave? When can she get on the road? Mm-hmm. And Herschel's trying to say, well, I'm sure she has a concussion. Well, Herschel's trying to tell him, look. Several days. I bet she hasn't slept in a long time, because she is out like a light. Yeah. Now, he did have a bottle there, but still. He said, so we're going to have to watch her, yeah, but it's going to be several days. She's going to need mm-hmm. observation. Yeah. And so Rick's just looking all disappointed. And then we come out, and the whole group is there, and and out. sorry, not Alex, Axel is kind of talking to Carol about missing Oscar and how Oscar yeah. was his friend and kind of kept him safe while they were in mm-hmm. prison. And so he's mm-hmm. kind of sad. So I'm glad they had somebody acknowledge. Well, but the re- but Carl also said, and I thought that was very good. Carl also was asking about Oscar because he liked Oscar. Because yes. when they first got in the prison, he said, "Where's Oscar? Mm-hmm. Where's Oscar?" And that's when Rick said he didn't no. make it. He just said no. Yeah, because now that was at the gate. Yep. See, Carl's the one that asked about Oscar because yep. you know he and Oscar. I think we're, we're kind of bonding a little bit. And plus, Oscar was kick-ass. I mean, he would kick your ass. Well, Oscar, I mean, the people... But he was a, like a gentle giant. The people who are nice in their group, who they could get along with, of course, they're going to look after. Because mm-hmm. they need as much help as they can get. And exactly. When they don't have... When they can trust one of them, that you just become part right. of the family. But I then. thought that was... that was yeah. that, Now, that part was well done. At least... Somebody asked about Oscar. Yeah. You know. And I like that they had Axel kind of acknowledge yeah. his friendship yeah. with him, too. Me, too. And so then um, Herschel is saying, you know, we need to regroup. We really need some help. Yep. And so then they go into Tyrese's group setting area. 
and Tyrese is trying to hold his hand out and introduce himself. And Rick, of course, stands there looking at him like he's like crazy. a crazy ass because he's crazy. He is, but she ain't got to be rude. No. So then Herschel takes it upon himself to introduce the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. And so Tyrese, I liked his little speech where he said, you know, you know, um, you know, we're we're strong. We'll look after ourselves. We can take care of our own food and our own needs. We can help you build. We'll help you defend this place against mm-hmm. other people. You know, we won't get in your way. Right. And I love how he just was all like laid it out. He was calm, cool, and collected. And that's why he wanted to speak is he wanted to lay out, look, mm-hmm. we can help you, but we'll stay to ourselves. Exactly. We don't want to create a burden to you, but we could help uh, join with Do you stuff. Yeah. when you need us. But in other words, you know, let us stay. Mm-hmm. Rick just looks at him, no. Yeah. Right off the bat. But did you and notice This though? is what I mm-hmm. didn't quite get. And then Sasha says, it's like 10 little Indians out there. Mm-hmm. It's just us. I'm like, well, what the hell is that supposed to mean? You don't know that little nursery rhyme thing? Yeah, but I don't understand what that means. That means that they'll pick them off one by one. Okay. Oh, Lord. Y'all young folk love I know mercy. the songs, but I'm like, why did that? I just... Because somebody thought that would be clever. Yeah, I didn't like it. So mm. anyway, so then Rick still is saying no. So Herschel's like, Rick, uh, can I talk to you? Yeah, but... What I found the most interesting, of course, you know, Herschel, Herschel's going to say that because he's like the Dale character, you know, took over. But well, the moral, he knows the moral thing. They're good people. Well, <coughs> right. He knows but that Tyrese is it was person. the other members of the group. Their particular reactions, it seems to me, was just as interesting because they think Rick's crazy and off, too. Because yes. they want them because they recognize, wait a minute, we need some numbers here. Either, yes, because, either the walkers or the governor and all the people's coming after us. We exactly, need some numbers here. Exactly. And Rick ain't thinking. And we ain't got Daryl. Yeah, and we ain't got Daryl. Or Oscar. So, you know. Or T-Dog. Yeah, no T-Dog, no nothing. So, yeah. So, they know they need yeah. some help. And they know, and so far they've had been with those people, what, a day probably? Mm-hmm. They can tell that they're not bad people yet, mm-hmm. you know? And so, they're all kind of protesting, and Rick, you know, so when Herschel talks to him and says, you have got to start trusting people or letting people in. Mm-hmm. And so you have to start giving people a chance. And Rick says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he looks up and sees Lori standing there, which we think is Lori. It's a shadowy figure, but it's her. In an evening gown. Lord have mercy. You know. I said, or maybe oh, it wasn't her. On. Maybe she was doing something else and they had to just get someone and put them in the shadow. Who well, knows? but whoever it is, whoever the bitch is, she got an evening gown <laughs> on. I was cracking up. I thought, oh, couldn't y'all come up with something better than an evening gown? Lord. Well, I they should have had. Well, she's supposed to be. Oh, look, T Dog. I that's know. A that's a cute commercial. I know. Um, I was thinking that she's supposed to be angelic, angelic like or something. Lord, but anyway, so he starts freaking the frack out mm. starts saying no 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 get out get out get out starts pointing and waving his gun at everybody Tyree said oh you know what we, 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 we go <laughs> no he oh, goes no, no. nobody needs to get shot here today nobody needs to get shot today <laughs> we gone and they're like okay y'all need to just go mm-hmm. just leave because they even see Rick is mm-hmm. fucking off and so uh, Tyree ushers everybody out they go up they, well, they go up and out. Up and out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So this is why off. they all are seeing that he's fucking crazy. He's now, crazy. Herschel's the only one who I've seen it yeah. up until now. Glenn, too. And Glenn. Glenn, too. But now everybody everybody's seen it. seen it. Yep. So I think, and I like. Including the baby, because the baby felt some shit. That's why she started hollering when he picked her up. You know what I also like? We, um, <laughs> when Herschel was talking to him, he's like, we appreciate all you've done. You have gotten us here. Yeah. We have followed you without question. But not But you are this wrong yeah. in this. Yeah. But you're wrong in this, so. I like that. I like that, too. So I'm hopeful that the next episode, as a group. They will all, all back each other up and say, okay, look, no. No, Rick, no. This is wrong. It, Your reign it, it's is not gonna over. Be, yeah, it's not going to be a dictatorship. We all agree, no, they're going to be with us. Right. I mean, hopefully that's what will happen. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. You know. I agree. So, but that was a and good episode. I'm hoping that then he stays out of fucking Michonne's face. And because even, I mean, they all are wanting to... He They're will. more lenient with Michonne than him. He will, and I'll tell you why. That's because if you notice it in some uh, previews for the next, I don't know whether it's the next episode or just uh, further in the season, Rick is, uh, uh, Glenn is oh. yelling at Rick saying, look, she knows where he is, how to get in. Yeah. She done been to his apartment. She knows. And so. And then they showed, um. Glenn and Michonne talking and Glenn's t- telling Michonne, we can end this tonight. Yeah, we can end this tonight. In other words, go let get him. us to go, go get his get ass. Mug. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. so, so no. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to be up in her face too much anymore. He need to get out her face, though. Or else I'm going to have to step on in there, too. <laughs> and kick his little ass, because, you yeah, know, he, I'm tired of seeing that I'm shit now, bitch. Yeah, I don't like when Mm-mm. Rick is all no. up in her Kool-Aid. no. Mm-mm. But that was a good episode. It was a good start good. for the uh, hiatus that they made us go through. Yes. You know, so. I, right. I liked it. I did too. Except for, you know, the, the certain he, parts. Well, but yeah, yeah, but you know. Okay, well, we had a few, a, a little bit of feedback this, this okay, uh, cool. week. Um, let's start with our iTunes review. Okay. We had one. It is from Alan or Alana BK. Excuse hey, me. Alana. Thanks, ladies. Keep it so. Thank, no, these ladies keep it so real. Love Sister J's candor. Listen. Oh, oh wait a minute. What's wrong with you today? I you can't know. read. I can't read today. <laughs> Start, it. Start it over. These ladies keep it so real. Love Sister J's candor. Listen to it on my car rides and probably look crazy behind the wheel because <laughs> I'm always smiling or at times bust out laughing. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Hilarious commentary, Alana BK, five stars. Thank you, Alana, Thank for that five-star review. And we glad that, that, you know, y'all find it funny and everything. We just get to going, though. And, and you know, unlike uh, that one person last... last We're not even going to talk about okay. them and give them extra... <laughs> yeah, anyway. But, yeah, we keep it real. So, thank you, Alana, very much. Keeping it real with the sisters. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't get her to sing it. Don't get her to sing it. Okay, what else we got? Okay, we had some email. Okay, cool. So, let me get that now. Of course, I didn't have it ready. Okay, our first email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Long time no here. <laughs> <laughs> He says, hey, hey, ladies, I'm so glad this show is back and looking forward to your next upload. 
But before we talk about the show's return, we've got to take a step back and revisit episode 8. We had lesbians, a Shane appearance looking like Wolverine, the Rictatorship infiltrating Woodbury and throwing flash bombs like Batman, and we had an Asian MacGyver making bone claws. What a great episode. Yeah. Who were the lesbians? I don't remember that. The only thing I remember is... uh, Axel thinking that Carol was a lesbian. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, Axel thought because she had short hair. Yeah. And that brings me to another question that I forgot in this episode. How's she keeping her hair cut short? They um, they have scissors. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, you can find scissors. Zombies ain't using scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Or some clippers or something. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. It's like, how do they get shaved? I mean, they have razors. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. You ladies and Jackie had me going through it at work with your last podcast because, first of all, one I've been saying all along that Michonne needs to fucking speak. Yeah. Sister K and Sister J even gave you directions by starting this podcast. Sister speak. In the words of Sister J, I mean, damn. We all know you're strong. You're the strong stoic type, but you walking around like you figured it all out. The cure for cancer is right in your back pocket, but you can't fucking say word one. Mm. Ugh. And yes, yes, I know that I go by um, A. Manny Michonne, but that's because I had so much potential for this character before the season started. I know. But I have yet to form any kind of emotional attachment to my young Viola Davis lookalike. <laughs> but the scene made me lose it. But the scene that made me lose it was when Andrea walked in just before Michonne was about to finish off the governor. Are you serious right now? You can't say anything, something? Hello? Yeah, that's what Michonne. we said. Bitch, just point, okay? Damn. Mm-hmm. Now, I read a little bit about her background before the apocalypse, and I hope they can give her enough dialogue to communicate. Actually, I think they will go in that direction now that we have a new director for the upcoming season. Hopefully. But speaking of Michonne, that fight scene with the governor was epic. Yeah. And I laughed out loud when that walker... Head, tried to chomp her after her head went through the aquarium. <laughs> I know. And the shard of glass that went through the governor's eye, OMG, I had to post on Get Glue that I thought I saw tears falling off of it. Mm. Nasty, nasty. Now, I'm not going to get on Rolop. Yeah. And then he puts in um, parentheses, True Blood fan number two, mm-hmm. like I'm sure everyone else will. Alas, I was the one who emailed um, originally that prompted Sister Jay's response. I didn't necessarily agree with Sister J's take on the black-white issue. If you recall, my point um, was that Andrea stayed because Michonne wasn't communicating. But it's called an opinion, and those who listen to the podcast happen to like yours. Roloff should have stopped at his first read. I'll just let him... I'll just tell him to go back to iTunes and read all your five stars for a more accurate opinion. Mm. Oh, that's what we call throwing shade. Mm, mm, the last mm. point I want to make is that I really do think they will bring Andrea's character around. I don't even care. I don't even care about I her. Care. I want her bit. I think she will redeem herself and will probably be the one to put the governor down. Mm. I'm still holding out hope. Doubt it. P.S. Could you ladies please post one or two rant podcasts? Oh, yeah. During your upcoming hiatus? Yeah. Oh, and sorry about all the profanity, Caden. Ah! Manny. 
Okay. Thank and you. Mimi Hattie. Yeah, and Manny does go by Manny Michonne. Uh-huh. I just never say. Thank you for that email. Thank and you, Manny. You know, okay, a couple things, and that is, um, I uh, during the hiatus too, I did. Uh, I read a little bit on the um, on Michonne's background as well, and then uh, I happened to work with some colleagues that actually have uh, collected all of the uh, graphic novels and all that stuff, and they are so disappointed as well because they said. That the way whoever has written this season have portrayed her is not how she is in the novels. They said she does not walk around not saying anything. As a matter of fact, she's quite assertive. Chatty? No, not chatty. Assertive. Assertive. Yeah. And can back it up. So they're real disappointed uh, Mm. also. I don't feel like it's a bad thing that she's not no, I, talking. I can't stand it. And it's just like he, Manny pointed First of out. All, at, at the appropriate time, somebody got a gun in your face and talk about, what you doing? And, and you just stand there and not say a word? I would have said, bitch, don't you see all these damn heads laying around? <laughs> Shit, the fool been lying to you. You've no, been sleeping with the fool no, and he's been lying no. to you. In that scene with Andrea, I think it was perfect because she didn't need to say nothing. If Andrea didn't know by that point that Michonne was doing this for a reason. Andrea's the one that's fucking crazy. Well, we already know yeah. that. Yeah. Now, in this episode, when Rick's in her face, the only thing I did want her to do is say, get that fucking finger get that, and gun out my face. Get the fuck out my face. But yeah. again, I stand by what I think they're trying to show <laughs> is that she is yeah. tired. She is worn out. Now, I do think as she gets recovered... From her injuries, mm. she is going to be a lot more talkative. Well, let's hope so. But I feel like in this episode, the reason she didn't say anything is because she didn't have any more strength left to fight. And that could be. But they, they portrayed her that way throughout the whole thing, so you don't know. Yeah. See. Don't know. All right, let's move on. Okay, our next email is from Texas Lutus. Hey, Texas Lutus. How you liking this Spartacus, Texas Ooh, Lutus? I'm loving that Spartacus. I'm behind ooh, as ooh, normal, ooh. Oh, it's it's awesome. I know it's good. I love it. Okay, he says, Hi, sisters. Very excited that The Walking Dead is back. And I wanted to give you my take, not just on this episode, but what I think will happen overall. Okay. I think we are seeing the beginning of the end of Maggie and Glenn. Yep. After that whole torture and nearly dying, I think Glenn realizes that he can't protect Maggie. He doesn't want to feel the way Rick is feeling about not being able to keep his family safe. And that in the long, and that in the end makes him weaker and unable to survive this horrifying world. Mm. I also think Glenn won't last long after that. Ooh. I know that none of the characters on the show are safe and eventually every, and everyone eventually dies. But my prediction is that Glenn or Maggie die by the end of season three. Oh. I think the only character that is safe is Carl. Because I think that this show is ultimately about Carl and how you grow up in a zombie apocalypse. That's interesting. The kid who plays Carl isn't a good enough actor to carry the show. And Carl's character is too young to really do anything. So they have, put, so they have to put adult characters around him that shape his life and how he grows up. I think that by the time AMC decides to end, to end the show or cancel it, they will flash forward to the future where an adult Carl is leading his own group or a town and surviving in the new world. That's interesting. That is very interesting. interesting. I like that. I like that idea. That's, I don't know if I like the idea. That's but very plausible, though. But no, I think, I think if that's the way it goes, that, that shows some foresight. I like that. 
He says, sorry, got off track on the episode for a bit. I think Daryl had no choice but to pick his brother. Yeah. It's his blood and you have to stick with your blood. I think Merle will make a threat on Carol, Daryl. I, I think Merle will make a threat on Carol. Daryl will try to protect her. Some zombies come in while they are fighting and Merle will be bit and have to be put down by Daryl. And he will return to the group. Hmm. I think the governor will eventually die, get, pil- get killed by Rick or Michonne. And Andrea and the nerd guy will become the new leaders of Woodbury. (laughs) (laughs) Milton. Milton. Mm. That's all I have for now. Can't wait till next Sunday. Texas Ludus. Thank you, Texas Ludus, for that that, uh, wonderful email. And, okay, first things first. And, and, yeah, I hope all our listeners is getting a look at uh, Spartacus this season. Because it is bloody and it is wonderful. Okay, now back to The Walking Dead. Um, I think that's a real good assessment. I like the idea that Carl is going to be maybe the focus later on mm-hmm. or as seasons come, because to me, that makes perfect sense. That makes really good sense, actually. I hope not. Yeah. But, you I know. I hope not, because I like the other characters. That I do got. like the other characters. I, I really do, but... But, yeah, I think Glenn and Maggie are going to take a downward spiral. Yeah, because, first of all, he's not, he's focusing on shit. They're alive. They're back at the prison. Mm-hmm. He needs to focus on the future. He's too But he's focused about, on revenge. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to end yeah. well. So, well, thank you, mm-hmm. Texas Ludus. Okay, and our next, our last email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Little bitty short Jackie. Hi, lovely sisters. First of all, like everyone else, I'm so happy to have you ladies back. It felt like I was going through Sister Speak withdrawal during the hiatus because I would find myself watching other shows like Hoarders and oh, Lord. muttering to myself, oh, hell no. <laughs> Sister J and Sister K would not be okay with your nasty ass living off <laughs> of your geriatric parents, you parasitic overgrown man child. I know it. Ugh. Mm. As for this latest episode, I get that all of the characters needed to discuss their feelings and stuff, but this episode really seemed to lag. Daryl mm-hmm. abandoning the group for Merle was unnecessary. Why couldn't they just agree to keep that mouthy asshole gagged and tied up? <laughs> <laughs> but technically safe within their group. Rick cold cocking Merle to get him to shut the fuck up was priceless. I know it. Shut it down, Rick. <laughs> Andrea. I just can't with that stupid hoe. I know. This digmatized trick sees her fuck buddy pit uh, sees her fuck buddy pit her friend against his own brother in a walker a walker rig right. fight to the death, learns that he had kidnapped her other friends yeah. and was lying to her face every time they humped. Yeah. And yet she still She's still there. Pulls that lovey dovey, oh baby, please don't shut me out bullshit. Yeah. That, some man wrote that shit. That shitty speech she gave to the town folk was just total lazy writing. And wasn't it? Her banging the governor does not make her the first lady of Woodbury. Exactly. It, yeah, that is so true. I mean, think about it. Oh, you don't think he done banged some of them other women that's up in Woodbury? He has, because remember that of one course. episode when he first goes to see Penny? Exactly. Or uh, to see the heads for the first and time? And that, that hoe was in the bed. Yes, yeah, some hoe in the bed. That shitty speech he gave to the town folk was just late, total lazy writing. He, her banging the governor does not make her the first lady of Woodbury. It was ludicrous having these mouth breathers standing around and nodding in unison at her wannabe Winston Churchill moment. 
Mm. These useless turds all deserve to be Walker Chow. Yep. And they had a chance outside of Wood... They never had a chance outside of Woodbury, especially that moron laying on his car horn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> beep, beep. Hey, Walker. I'm totally delicious. Beep, beep. That is so damn true. That is true. so true. Stupid. That was stupid. Oh, wait. And while we're on that subject, I didn't mention... You know when the governor and her were talking, because we skipped over the details, and he says, your friends killed six of our people. Mm-hmm. And he named off. All of them. Crowley, Tim, Gargiulio. Yep. They didn't kill him. Well, but... Merle killed them. But he's going to put that Haley, in there. He put all that shit in there. He put it in there, because he don't know that. Because Merle told he him. He knows. Well, he knows now. He knows. But he still no, he's still... No, he's telling it to Andrew right. to make it look like... Right, people, but he knows that. Of course, Merle's the one who had something to do with that. Yep. Anyway, poor Tyrese and Sasha. I really hope their characters stick around since they they're actually decent, non stupid characters so far. Yep. Michonne gets a pass for her constant silent glowing because of her concussion. See, me yep. too. I think. The All same. right, I, I'll give her a break. Now, she's still doing it this episode, the next episode, then we have something to talk about. But, <laughs> bitch, it's hard. She just got done having a drag-out fight with the governor. That's true. Where he has choked her out. And she had to punch her in ass the against the wall. Yeah, that's true. Michelle, uh, let's see. Rick just needs a nap and a sandwich before he just... <laughs> <laughs> before he decides all their fates. No. He's clearly bonkers if he would waste the opportunity of having three strong fighters in their group. Mm-hmm. Hallucinatory Lori, Sneaky Ben, and his useless dad all need to get the hell off my screen. Yes, Lord. As always, sorry for the long-ass email, and I can't wait to hear your feedback and everyone else's thoughts, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie, Thank for you, that long-ass email. We loved it. Love it. Love it. And, yep, that's some good points, though. That's yeah. some good points, but... Yeah, those other folks need to go, but you're mm-hmm. right now, they're just, to me, biter, walker, bait. So when y'all yeah. got to run, trip Ben, or trip uh, the daddy, Alan, Alan mm-hmm. and there you go. And keep yep. all of our and, other yep. people. Yep, yep. Yeah, because see, you know, they was already plotting how to how to get them, yeah. so you already oh, know you that know they mean happen. evil. It's going to happen. They're yeah. going to try something. They'll try something. Yep. Well, that's all the feedback we had. But that so was good. That was thank good. Thank you all so much. And for those who have um, posted on our Facebook page, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. I haven't been on Facebook in a while. So I guess sure I, I need to get back on. <laughs> or Twitter or anything. I do get glue, though. Wow. Okay, well, so for our next episode, if you would like to send us some feedback, we would love to hear from you. You can send us um, an email at sissespeak at gmail.com. Yep. Our website is sissespeakpodcast.com, and you can leave us a comment there. Mm-hmm. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash sissespeakpodcast, mm-hmm. and we are on Twitter at underscore sister K and underscore sister J. And we on Gigloo. Yes, we are by the same names. And our um, Sister Speak cast is our other Twitter feed uh, handle. And then you can also, if you would like, leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215. And we'll play it, too. And we will play it unless you don't want us to. 
Um, but I mean, why? Why not? <laughs> yeah. I love to hear your voice. Yeah. Um, I have been really bad lately at answering email, but I did answer several different emails this past weekend, and I'm going to try to do better. But if I don't answer, just know we have, you know, we usually read them all on the on the podcast. So I feel like that should be answer enough. But if you ever do want a response or we want to chit chat about something, <laughs> let me know and I'll get on that. <laughs> And and I would like to add that I am going to do a Sister Speak rant, but it's going to be a written rant and not a podcast. So I'll put it on our website as a blog or something. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't have any rants today. I'm sure I will once. Yeah. I'm sure I I can't think of anything right now. I'm going to do written ones because right now with the, uh, uh, the Walking Dead, you know, that's a podcast. Game of Thrones is going to be starting next month. That's going to be a, Ooh, another podcast. Yes. And then in a couple months, True Blood. Well, after Game of Thrones is off. Right. But yeah. still, you know, so. So I'm going to make my rants a written rant. Okay. And I don't have time for all that writing, so I'll always speak mine if I ever have one. <laughs> 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 all right. <sighs> All right. Well, that's it for now. Uh, please send us your feedback. We would love to hear from you. Let us know what you think of the podcast, uh, The Walking Dead, and and we'll definitely get back to you. That's it for now. I'm Sister Kay. And I'm Sister Jay. See you next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.